You're listening to the Missionary Perspective Podcast with veteran missionaries Eric Johnson and Joshua Mead. We're glad you could join us. We trust this podcast will be both a blessing and a challenge as we relate topics in world evangelism from a missionary perspective. Now, here's Josh and Eric. Welcome to the Missionary Perspective Podcast. This is a special Christmas edition of the podcast, and I am here with my wife, Julie me, Julie, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you. Excellent. Today is Sunday. We just finished uh, Sunday service. It was a... The outfit. Yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> if you're watching this, we're dressed up in our Senegalese outfits. I like Julie's a little bit better. She's got kind of a nicer material. Mine, uh, it's good material This as well. actually was the Christmas uniform that we had last year. That's right. Yes. We each year, each year during Christmas, we dress up and uh, usually the church will buy material, the material for the men, material for the women. Or is this the first time we've done that? Usually it's the... We did it with the Corel because we did a program last year and all of the Corel. So anyone who was in the choir, they right. all had an, I dressed up and had the same... Actually, the same model and everything, the same dress, exactly. And then the guys had a shirt and pants, I believe. This year, I think it's the whole church who's going to have It is. I'm excited about that. Yeah, you'll have to check out our Facebook or Instagram Mm -hmm. and see the pictures during Christmas. And actually, this is what this podcast is all about. Christmas, uh, specifically Christmas as a missionary and supporting, I guess, support i just preached today on <laughs> on bearing burdens and the word for bearing is supporte to support it so i've got that word in my mind so what we're talking about is kind of the the burden you can call it i guess of being a missionary and celebrating christmas overseas so you've grown up in one culture you've grown up in north america for julie's case it was nova scotia for me it was michigan And you develop memories and you have expectations for Christmas, you know, things that you love about it, things that just warm your heart. And every year uh, those things come up and you enjoy Christmas season and this and that. But then you get to the mission field and it's completely different. And so we're going to share a little bit about some of the unique challenges of celebrating Christmas time overseas as a missionary. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the blessings of celebrating Christmas overseas. And so we're going to get into that. Let's let's first go back and talk about growing up and Christmas. What was your favorite memory growing up in Nova Scotia about Christmas time? Okay, so I'm just going to share, I think, the three biggest reasons why I love Christmas. Christmas is like my favorite. I think of all of our storage, we have a whole section of Christmas. Uh, So much Christmas, I think, because it was so family oriented um, with my family growing up. So, so many memories. Like I remember every detail about Christmas and I think that's why it's so special to me. Snow. I mean, we always, well, not always. Some years we did have a green Christmas, but we always prayed for snow because it just made Christmas feel like Christmas. I don't know why, but it always did. So it was very exciting when you had a white Christmas. I think the last time we were on furlough, we actually did get a white Christmas Christmas and they weren't even calling for snow and we got it. We were really excited. Um, And then I love how my family had or made it um, a ministry where we gave out 
um, food and items to our neighbors, um, just made it really special. Um, and then I love that we celebrate Jesus. And we always made such a big deal about that in our church. And we had a program and just sharing the gospel um, with everyone. I think for me, that's why Christmas is so special. And memories of, of course, as a kid, you remember getting gifts, like the special things that you wanted to have. But playing games, having people coming over, um, having a lot of fellowship with people, um, playing chronocrinol and all of those fun games that we always did it during that time of the year. And then a really crazy tradition that I know was even crazy for you when I like thought it was weird that people didn't do it was after or the day after Christmas, we actually would go and visit our neighbors and ask them, hey, what did you get for Christmas? But it was that fellowship that we would just go around and go in someone's house and sit down they would just show everything under the tree and this this wasn't just family right it was just oh it was like anybody in your neighborhood community. like we would just just, just go, go to their house what do you get what do you get out and they would usually give bring out desserts or treats and just fellowship with one another so that was just something like people that i was strange you did like when oh what did you get for christmas people look at me like wow like why are you asking me that but it's just something we did growing up very neat memory and you, what are some of your biggest memories? Yeah, I growing up in Michigan, I think Michigan's a great place to grow up to celebrate Christmas. We generally have snow during Christmas time and uh, that to me that's a staple of the Christmas season is snow-covered trees and snow on the ground and it hasn't gotten so frigid cold yet that uh, you can't bear it but it's uh, it's just a great time of year you know it it gets darker earlier because of daylight savings time and so there's there's something about the christmas lights going up and uh, you know driving around neighborhoods and seeing that i think it's the family time you know that you're together especially when you're a kid getting to see your cousins and uh, hanging out at grandma's house and all the cookies and uh, everything that's made during that time. It is just a unique experience. And for most people I know, Christmas is a very special time of year. And so it's it would be, I would say, one of the more difficult times of year for a missionary overseas uh, celebrating, especially those first couple years when you're overseas. And again, it's going to depend on the context. We're going to share our experience and kind of the context of where we are with celebrating Christmas and all of that and uh, kind of how we've we've adapted to the differences that are here. But yeah, when you grow up, you have these memories and traditions that are ingrained into your mind. And sometimes you think, man, that's the way Christmas is supposed to be done. And if you don't do it that way, it doesn't feel like Christmas, which can be hard. It's true. And I think, I think really looking at how you celebrate Christmas, every family has unique traditions and Every new family will begin their own traditions. You know, we had, for example, you know, we had to decide about kind of how we were going to do like some some Christian parents do Santa Claus. Some Christian parents don't. Julie grew up with Santa Claus. I grew up. It was Satan Claus. We didn't we didn't do Santa Claus. And so it wasn't even like we're not going to do that. And so it, it was discussions that you have to begin with. Now, I remember looking at pictures of the Santa Claus that would visit your houses. And just imagine a two-year-old gets into the makeup 
equipment and does up his face only it's a grown man you know man it's terrifying these pictures <laughs> i've seen of your uncle i think it was right he would go through and visit everybody's house and just having you know imagining him peering into your window with that if you haven't seen the picture maybe we'll try to post that so people <laughs> could see it but it was terrifying but it it's true though those are all these warm fuzzy memories that you get and then you go to the mission field and those things aren't available to you. Those traditions, uh, you're either alone or there's very few other missionaries with you. And suddenly what, what a big part of Christmas is a feeling, okay, not just traditions and things, but there's a feeling I think that goes along with it. All that's out the window, right? It feels like it's not real. It feels like you're not really celebrating Christmas. So let's, let's go to the first year that we were here that we did celebrate Christmas. Do you recall kind of that experience? Did it feel like you're missing hard. something? It was very difficult because first of all, we're in a desert, no snow. Like <laughs> I don't think they would ever have snow here. I mean, obviously it's a desert. So it's brown. It's kind of like sad and depressing feeling, especially as you come closer to December, there's no more green. The rain has stopped and everything starts dying. So it's like, I don't know. It was very, that I think that alone was very hard. Um, but then in our in our city, there was no signs of Christmas. I mean, right, no stores had, you couldn't even find wrapping paper. There was nothing. Right, because it's one thing, like obviously growing up in Nova Scotia or Michigan, we're used to snow or, you know, during Christmas time, but there are people who celebrate Christmas in desert areas who celebrate Christmas sure. in areas where there's no snow. You know, if you grew up in Hawaii or maybe Florida or this or that, the biggest difference, yes, we're in a desert. You could still celebrate Christmas without snow, but one of the big aspects is nobody here celebrates Christmas, right? It's not, especially those first years we were here, we didn't even have any major uh, stores that were in our city. And so nobody imported anything to do with Christmas because it's a predominantly Islamic nation. And so especially in the city where we're at, nobody celebrated Christmas. So you couldn't even go out when you walked outside your home on Christmas Eve. It was just another day in the life here of people. And so there was a disconnect that it felt like I, I'm missing this Chris, this special time of year? Am I really celebrating? And then even like Facebook and looking at everyone's pictures of all of this Christmas, it really, it was hard. It kind of made you homesick even because I feel like you're missing out like on all of these things. Um, I definitely feel like felt that that first couple of years was really, really hard. And I think that's something a young missionary you need to keep in mind if you're just transferring to the field, if you've just arrived during major holiday seasons, it will be tough. Social media can be a blessing, but it can also be discouraging. You're looking at pictures of family gathering and it's tough to watch all that. And especially if you're in a place where you're alone or there's very few other missionaries and you can still, you know, we do missionary get togethers with the other missionaries in town and that's always fun, but it's still there's, there is like, there's something missing here. Um, I do remember in the capital, which is about four hours North of us, there were maybe two or three parts of town that mm -hmm. they would actually put up some decorations. Lights. They had this lights. like little section of Christmas lights and a tree. I think where there was normally like some sort of a, 
a centerpiece or something like they did a tree instead yeah. and it was like felt like just going around the roundabout <laughs> and just looking and keep looking at it because it's like <laughs> wow there's a little touch of christmas here yeah that's a we yeah, it was a highlight of our christmas time was driving to the capital and driving to those one or two areas where there's a couple lights up and Maybe. there too, they even had like there's stores there because they right. had the bigger, um, bigger stores, department stores, and there's like the Orca, which has all of that kind of stuff, and it was always fun and just kind of made you bring back some of those Christmas memories when you walked into those stores, uh, for sure. Yeah, I think one part that's it's funny to me is a lot of times we'll complain about the commercialization of Christmas, and it it is definitely commercialized, right? And you watch the Charlie Brown Christmas, it's all about that, you know, the materialism and the commercialization. But one of the funny part, I think it's kind of funny, is that even that aspect wasn't there and you kind of miss it. It's like, oh, where, where's all the decorations in the stores? You know, people are complaining in the States. It's not even Thanksgiving yet and they've got everything decorated in Christmas. Well, here, I mean, you, you don't see it at all. And you kind of miss that. Now, we, we have a major store chain that has put a store in our city now. And they have one aisle, I think, of Christmas things. Oh, it's things a whole section. Last yeah, year, it was section. even bigger than this year. Last year, when we went in, it was the first time that Ochan was here. And it was the first time I've ever, ever seen anything Christmas in our town, like in our city. And it was so exciting. I just could have stood there and just stared at it. it you like, will Whoa. see. Now, you will see driving down the road, down the market where there's heavy traffic. You'll see guys who, vendors on the side of the road, guys who just walk around selling things, whether it's uh, peanuts or they're selling, you know, char phone chargers, this and that. <laughs> During Christmas time, I don't know where they find them. Some, you know, Chinese imported uh, store or something. They'll get random christmas items and they'll have on christmas a little... tree i've seen even some people walking <laughs> just... down the road with a christmas tree and it's funny because you'll point out like oh look there's the christmas guy you know he's got <laughs> random christmas items you know a christmas little christmas tree or uh, santa hats or lights and usually as soon as they catch the eye of the white guy you know yeah. in the crowd and then they're right on you're like oh you will buy this stuff and usually we'll get something you know especially in those early days now there's a lot more decorations and it's become more culturally acceptable. I've noticed over the years that people are doing more decorations. Um, we have friends for a long time here that they're, they're a Muslim family, but they put a tree up in their home. They like the decorations. And so they kind of take that aspect. They like the decorations yeah. here. They really enjoy, like we decorate our auditorium for the church and Everybody loves it. Everybody's getting pictures by it. We yeah. put up a tree and we, I mean, we don't have tons of decorations, but it's that we have some lights. They, everybody loves lights, right? It just makes a happy mood, I think. And it just brightens up um, that whole room. And this year I actually did red curtains and we have um, garland everywhere and a Christmas tree. And yeah, I, people get excited about it too. Let's go back to the first couple of years of spending our first Christmases overseas here and maybe tap into a little bit of that experience because I think especially more so for you, um, yeah, there's things I miss. I don't get as emotional about it, um, the detachment and missing those things. Yes, I miss it. It is nice if we get to have a furlough and we're in the States and spend time with family. We, we love all that. But I think especially 
for you it was, and maybe other women it is a little more hard to deal with that aspect. So how did you kind of, how did you deal with it? Was it something you just kind of, well, it is what it is. Uh, where did you find encouragement? And then how did you learn to make Christmas unique to us here? Did you just kind of like, oh, whatever, you know, we can't celebrate Christmas the way we normally would. So we'll just whatever. Or, which is the opposite, because I know from experience, you make Christmas really special. And so what are some ways that you handled those emotions? I mean, in my mind, I, in the back of your mind, it is what it is. And there's really nothing I can do about it. I can't change the fact that people don't celebrate it here. But I do my best to make it Christmas in our home. I decorate a lot. Like I said before, I have tons of Christmas storage and I put everything up and I put my heart into it. I enjoy it. I want my kids to have memories of it. I don't want them to miss out on that. And we can make memories. Like I, we make things with our um, hands, like paper. I look up things on Pinterest or um, even on reels, like so many ideas you can do. Um, Clarissa and I have um, dried out oranges and made that as the decoration. So there's still so much you can do and make memories and work together as a family to make those memories. I I bought a, um, it's like a, a pattern for a gingerbread house. Like we can't buy the boxes here, but I can make and cook them myself. And then we can do that together as a family. And we do that together. Um, we do movie nights. We, we just, I do my best to make memories as a family. And also I, at this time of the year, I'm sure you would agree, people are open. People are open to hearing the gospel. They know it's our holiday. And I love the opportunity to give, to show people that we love them, that we care, and that Jesus loves them. And I take that with open arms and I jump into that. So I do cookies for all the neighbors and I do like a little um, package to give to everybody. Um, I even do it for all the church people. It's a busy time. And I also try to step back and make it so that it's not busy, 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 and so much going on. Because I do, I put so much time into it. I do a banquet for our ladies in their church and an opportunity for them to invite ladies. We make cookies and we do that every year. Um, and I give them a gift um, and I, I wrap up a gift for them and each lady gets a gift, but they also get the cookies and it's just a time of fellowship. And then we have a message um, from the Bible to share the gospel with them. I love those opportunities. And because I love this time of year, it's like my favorite time of the year. I want, I want people to enjoy it too. And, and just to show the love of Jesus um, to them through that. So decorating my home, um, the kids know that we celebrate Christmas. We might step outdoors and there's not a thing, but when you step in my house, like in our house, they definitely feel it. Um, definitely feel the Christmas um, mood is there. Christmas music playing and just, you know, I do my best to make memories for our kids um, and just to have that family time together for sure. Would you say you still experience, you know, the feelings of, you know, man, I, I miss being in the States, but do you, would you say early on you, you allowed 
at all. And I will try to be transparent here because I'm going to share from my perspective what I think if you're a missionary husband and, and a father, um, kind of there's another spectrum of how you can respond to holiday seasons in a place where they don't celebrate it. Um, and that can be through indifference and how you need to make sure you're not indifferent about it. Mm -hmm. But one of the things I think can happen uh, for a missionary, whether it's the husband or wife, when you start seeing what, when you're missing out, when you feel like you're missing out on something that that is near and dear to you, you know, especially like the feeling of Christmas and the traditions and just what you were used to growing up. And now you don't have that. Can you through that kind of, can you develop self-pity and resentment kind of toward that? Because I, I think some I'm sure you have. can, I'm sure you can, but I, I guess I was just determined that you can still have the traditions. Um, you can even add on traditions that are here and make it your own. Like I think you just, each family has to make it their own and find things that your family enjoys doing um, and add those things into your Christmas traditions. And I think our kids love Christmas um, and with the traditions that we do, all the family time that we have. Um, I think I don't think our kids like, oh, I wish. I mean, yes, I, I'm sure they miss their cousins. They miss their friends. Absolutely. And they're going to miss that any time of the year. Um, I don't think it's more now than any other time of the year that they miss all of that. I feel like our kids get all those traditions that we need as a family. And I think they enjoy it and they understand that it is different, but Christmas is Christmas at our house, whether or not it's Christmas everywhere else. I would say on the other side of the spectrum of how to deal with, as a missionary, the emotionals, ups and downs of holiday seasons, Christmas season, Thanksgiving, and missing out on certain things. Like I said, every mission field is going to be different. Uh, some missionaries, you might be serving in a place where you're the only family or there's only you know a handful of families, or maybe you're privileged to be in a place where there's a big community of, of believers. There's a community of, of, you know, those who are from the same country as you, where you can gather and celebrate, or maybe you're serving in a country that Christmas is a big deal, you know, and here for the Christians, it is a big deal. Um, it, it's, and it is kind of a family event, you know, we gather and as a church, we're going to be gathering Christmas Eve. We're going to be gathering the 23rd. We're going to be gathering Christmas Day, obviously, which is uh, Christmas Day is on a Sunday. So that makes it even more special uh, that we get to gather together at church. And we're going to have a, a time together, a family time as a church and celebrating the birth of Christ. I would say, though, on the other end, with and maybe it affects men more than it does women. I'm not sure. I can't speak for everybody. I speak for myself. But sometimes what, as men, we can do, or at least I'm speaking for myself, is when you go to where God is calling you and you're plugging in, you're trying to integrate, you're learning the language, and you begin to realize, okay, there's certain traditions and certain aspects of my culture that they're just not applicable here. They're not practiced here. And so I don't, I don't know if I would call it indifference, but you kind of just learn to like, okay, I'm, I'm just not worried about that. Like Christmas isn't a big deal. So it may get to where you just think, well, I'm just not going to make a big deal out of Christmas. What's the use of putting all the time and effort into it if it's not impacting people? 
And especially if you're a guy, you know, you're, you're a missionary, your husband, your, your father, your mind is always, how, how am I impacting people as a missionary, as an evangelist, as a pastor, how am I best impacting those in my community? And if Christmas isn't a thing that is celebrated in the country you're working, then you're not going to emphasize that. You know what I'm saying? And so I think for a husband and a father, if you've arrived at that point where you've in a sense become indifferent, not a bad indifference, it's just, well, it's just not something we practice here. And so I'm adapting to the culture by not making that a big deal in my life. I think you need to realize you still have a family though, and you still have a wife, you have kids that you need to make sure it stays a big deal to them. You need to make sure it stays uh, important to them and that you make it important, make it special. I'm fortunate enough to have Julie who makes it very special, but you need to accommodate that. You know, if you're a husband, if you're, if you're, you know, a missionary somewhere overseas, uh, allow your wife to, to take that. If she wants to go all out, man, then go all out and uh, make it special for your kids. Because when they go back to the States, if, if you raise them where these holidays weren't that big of a deal, and then they go back and move back to Canada or move back to the States, they're going to feel really out of place. They're going to feel really awkward, especially during the holiday season. So imagine what you feel during your first couple Christmases overseas as a missionary who grew up in North America. Now take that, your kids, who now you've you maybe not made it that big a deal. You haven't emphasized these certain holidays that are big in the States or Canada. And then they move back. They're going to feel really out of place and have that same feeling. You know, would you agree? And I think, too, they there's a lot of memories. I remember as a child, some of my greatest memories are the family time that we had during those special occasions. Take that as an opportunity. That alone is a good reason to do those traditions as a family. I mean, even though you're living in another country, it doesn't mean you can't have your own traditions um, and celebrate them as a family. I think children need that. Children need um, those memories so that they can look back at. Yes, like my kids can say, I was in Africa. And yes, they did not celebrate, but our family did. And we and I have lots of memories from those situations or from those holidays. I would say the older I get, would you agree that the older we get, and I don't know if this is true universally, but it seems like the memories I have from childhood, the older I get, the special memories especially are the memories with my family. Uh, a lot of times, and we're going to do a podcast in the future on uh, kind of parenting and some of the challenges on the mission field. And one of those challenges, I think parents on the mission field have in the back of their mind, my kids are missing out on certain aspects. And so sometimes you might not uh, be as severe in your discipline. Uh, you might relax some things because subconsciously you're thinking, well, you know, they're missing out on this or that. So I don't want to be too harsh. And sometimes it can be detrimental because you need to have a good regime of, of discipline. Your kids need that. But my point I'm making for, you know, with the Christmas season is that I think, yeah, sure. Maybe your kids don't get that time with their family, but there's other missionaries and they become family on the mission field. And even if you don't get along with the other missionaries, we did a podcast on missionaries, you know, and getting along, set those differences aside. If you're, you know, husband or wife or whatever it may be, especially for the sake of your kids and gather together and 
let them have that fellowship in time. But, you know, I think Julie's right. The older they get, they're going to look back on those memories you made as a family and what you made special, important. And those will be things that they'll carry with them uh, for the rest of their life that I think is important. You don't want them to grow up, move back stateside or to Canada and see all these memories that their friends had made growing up with their families and say, well, man, my parents didn't make it that big a deal. You know, it wasn't that big a deal. And so you don't want any of that type of resentment. So definitely learn to find that balance, learn to find to use it. And like Julie said, we try to use this time to impact people. Already we've got kids in our street, you know, kids who grew up, they're Muslim families. They don't celebrate Christmas, but already they're coming up to me saying, Dauda, when, when are you going to give us your gifts? Are you preparing the Christmas gifts? You know, and so where are they? So they're looking forward to it. I know they're looking forward to Julie's cookies and uh, all the little gifts that we distribute. And uh, every year we try to distribute the Samaritan's Purse gift boxes. If you do that, just know that they are a huge blessing uh, to those who receive them here. It's such a big deal. And uh, we want to thank any of you who've sent any Christmas boxes overseas. And uh, how? Let, let's finish with this. How can our supporting churches, those who love missionaries, how can they be encouraging to missionaries during this time of year? I think one thing that we enjoy even as a family, and I know, you know, if you're mailing um, like a card, it sometimes takes longer and sometimes we don't get them till after Christmas. But I have like a little box that is on um, our coffee table in our living room. And anytime we get a card, I save them and I put them in our pile. Um, it's encouraging. We read them. Um, we read them as a family. Like um, we you know, like say who's it from and read the card. Um, the kids enjoy, we enjoy getting mail. We don't get tons of mail, but those cards are special. Uh, it's something, it's a Christmas card. And I know if, if we're back in the States, we get a lot of Christmas cards. So it's always fun to get a Christmas card in the mail for sure. Yeah. It. Just reaching out and making that connection and communicating, especially during uh, Christmas season or other seasons like that, where, especially if it's a newer missionary on the mission field, and maybe they're going through that discouragement of feeling isolated, their families back in the alone, States celebrating, alone. they feel alone. And so that that discouragement doesn't take deep root. Uh, what, one of those things that really helps is just reaching out and communicating, mm -hmm. sending an email uh, that's just uh, saying hello and Merry Christmas, sending out Christmas cards. And one tip is send it out maybe in November or it earlier. It takes about a month. I yeah, it takes about a month it. or so, you know, to get it, depending on where you're sending it. And um, even, you know, make a phone call. Call the missionary up randomly and just say, hey, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Get your family on the phone with them and sing, you know, we wish you a Merry Christmas or something like that, just to make that personal contact. And I, I would give you this challenge. Our, the listeners of the Missionary Perspective podcast, why don't you pick one or two missionaries that your church supports or that you, you know and, and follow their ministry and call them either Christmas Eve or or on, on that Saturday or the Friday or sometime during the Christmas week before or after. Give them a call. Or even a voice message. Yeah, send a voice message. A voice message. If you're connected on Facebook or Instagram or Messenger, just send out. Now, if you send a voice message, man, look up all the missionaries. You know, if you really want to go all out, send a voice message to all the missionaries that you're connected with on social media. And just let them know you're thinking of them, you're praying for them. And uh, it is, you know, we 
We also, and we're so very grateful, churches and individuals during this time will send us extra love offerings, Christmas gifts, and we are just so very thankful for that as well. We'll usually collect all the funds that are sent for Christmas, and we'll do something special with our family. And uh, if you've been a part of that, just know as a family, we tell our family, okay, this is from this church, and this church sent in this amount of money, and so we're able to do this. And so that is always encouraging, but more than money, okay, is that personal connection, reaching out. It, it would go such a long ways. And I know a lot of you um, do like even cards with pictures, like your family picture on it. Um, I know that's a tradition in a lot of families who do that. And I think that's special too. Even if you chose, um, maybe you don't have to send them to every missionary um, that your church supports, but even just choose a couple and send them your card with the picture on it so that missionary can personally, I mean, they know a lot of people. If they're not um, communicating with you like all the time, maybe they don't are not familiar with your family, but seeing your family, the card, I think it's special. And I think missionaries would really enjoy that, just having that personal connection with them for sure. Certainly, no doubt. Well, I think uh, we're going to wrap it up here. We've uh, had a good amount of time chatting about Christmas together. I hope you'll stay in touch, and I hope you'll get in touch with a missionary this this season. Let them know that you're thinking of them, wishing them a Merry Christmas. And we want to thank all of our listeners for listening, and we want to wish all of you a Merry Christmas from over here in Senegal, West Africa. God bless. Have a wonderful day. Merry Christmas.